Today's episode of the Eurovision for Real podcast was previously recorded for video, so you can watch at youtube.com backslash Alicia Michelle or sit back and listen to the show. Well, the benefit of having a theme song, I guess, means that I don't really have to introduce myself, but I am not alone, and it is the Ladies' Choice live stream. I am so privileged and blessed to bring this conversation to you with some of my favorite people from different pockets of the Eurovision fandom. And when I say different pockets, I mean different pockets, okay? Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to have the panel introduce themselves. Yeah, my name is Julia. I'm from Sweden. I'm a very proud family member of Eurovision Hub, and I've been a Eurovision fan since my mom gave birth to me, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I'm Vivian, Viv, uh, from Norway, uh, part Icelandic, I guess we could say. Um, I grew up with a mom who followed Eurovision, so I kind of grew into it. Uh, I'm part of ESC Extra, so pop over there and see what we're up to. Um, not going to Eurovision this year, though. I'm Ellie. I live in Scotland and I'm a general Eurovision gal about the internet, a notorious tea towel merchant. And I am feeling so privileged. I feel like I'm actually now a Eurovision fan because Ellie blessed me with my very own tea towel. I feel completely unworthy and I, I don't even know. I think I'm just going to have to frame it because like my fear of my child just randomly grabbing it and it being ruined, that just can't happen. We're not going to let that happen. <laughs> I've seen a surprising amount of them framed. <laughs> well, this will be this will be another one. So, all also, right, well, it is art. It is art. It is. And actually, I might have to. I have like a blank space, like right here on my wall. So this might be perfect. Space ready for it. All right. Well, we're here to be talking about semi-final one. And yes, this is like the semi that we're calling kind of our semi-final of death. And I don't think that that necessarily means that this one is maybe has better songs than the other one. But I do think some of the countries that traditionally and typically do very well at Eurovision and have definitely a little bit of hype coming off of like recent years at Eurovision are showing up in semi-final one. So here we're going to take a look at that. Look at that. Woo. So I'm going to kick off with my very first question. And we've got Norway opening and Finland closing. How do y'all feel about it? Smart. It's clever. It's really, I mean, I'm a massive fan of Norway. And I think that's a great start to the show. You get people pumped. You get people excited. It's banging song. I'm going to be really excited because that's probably one of my favorites this year. And then Finland ending it, which is a lot of people's favorites beforehand I think a lot of people want to stick around to wait for that one at the end so I think it's a really smart beginning and the end of semi-final one when you look at how the draw came out for the first and second half it's kind of the only option oh like, yeah that's true. You, you, you cannot put Croatia on first <laughs> that would be interesting um yeah uh, I I think that Norway as an opener would work even better uh in the final uh, because I think it, it it's kind of a party song to get people going and there's more of a party on the Saturday than it will be on a Tuesday. Uh, but I, I agree completely with with Ellie. It, it would be very difficult to to do it any other way. 
Well, I love that, the decisiveness. And then up next, okay, we're going to, I'm going to pull up the list again. So who out of this mix do you think is really going to wow us on the stage with the visuals? Is this when I make my confession? Um, <laughs> go, on and, go on and confess. Go on and confess. Uh, Safe space. I, I'm a very, very, very bad fan this year. And uh, only this afternoon when I realized that I'm actually doing this thing tonight, uh, I listened to the songs for the first time. Uh, so I've, and most of the, the artists I've not even seen. So I, I have no idea who, whose voices I heard. Um, I think Norway is going to be good on stage. Uh, she's, she's very powerful. She has this, this presence that just comes across wherever, whether in the arena or watching on TV. Um, there are a few, um, especially maybe Serbia, that I'm a bit curious how that's going to look. Um, no idea what it looked like. D did they even have a national final? Yeah. Yeah. And no idea what it looked like in the national final. So uh, he, yeah. he, he, he took down the final boss of a giant uh, dystopic <laughs> robot future uh he was asleep in a flower it was it was a whole big deal why didn't they open with serbia because <laughs> well you've heard you it song, you realize yeah. why they <laughs> i know <laughs> um well we I, i'm going back to norway and finland because we obviously well a lot of us <laughs> except for maybe that knows well you know norway how they did it in their own national finals and i'm curious to see if they're going to change anything I'm imagining Norway might change from styling, but I think they're going to stay with kind of that powerful staging that they had. Finland, I'm, I believe they're going to do pretty much the same because it was impactful. I am very curious how Sweden's going to do, just because we know that they might not be able to do the same thing as she did in Maldivisvalen because of how the stage is built and what they're allowed to bring in stuff. Uh, I'm also really excited what Moldova is going to do. I have no idea what Moldova is going to do. And I'm actually really excited to see what they're going to end up with. All right, Ellie, who are you looking forward to seeing? Who do you think is going to like wow and surprise us on the stage? Um, maybe Or maybe not wow us, but maybe surprise I'm, us. I'm hoping for a really good surprise from Vesna. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that they approach their staging with the visual panache of the music video rather than the visual this'll do of the ESCZ uh, studio final. And I also want to remind us, remind everybody that we've seen what Melfest Tattoo looks like. The Tuesday night audience have not seen what Melfest Tattoo looks like. And if we feel a bit deflated, if what we see in Liverpool isn't what we were expecting, the Tuesday night people don't care. That's very true. It's very true. No, I think that that's right. And, and it's interesting. And I love the fact that all of us are kind of coming from a different perspective. Me being deep in national selection season. And then, you know, we have Viv up here who's just like, yeah, I listened to him one time. Because I do think that there's something to be said for that initial impact. And I always try to kind of remind myself of like, okay, when I first heard it, what did I think? Not so much how like a song maybe grew on me and warmed up to me. But now I have to ask the tough question because, you know, we're talking about it. Who can qualify? 
Are there any here on this list that y'all are kind of feeling like, you know what? I feel pretty positive that these two are probably not going to make it through. Not saying all of them, but just the two that you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this one is probably not going to make it through. I would say Azerbaijan and Latvia, just because for me, they I've pretty much forgotten that they're even in the contest and I haven't felt anything like wow about them, to be honest. That's just my initial thought. They could do. I, I that's just the hard, I'm having a hard time predicting who's going to qualify, mostly because I don't know what a lot of them are going to do staging wise. But that's my initial like. I mean, I wouldn't mind them, but yeah, I don't know. It it feels um, sort of wild that we're only losing five from this lineup, mm. and that still feels like too many. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but for for my danger zone, I'm gonna have to go for the 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 Croatian containment vessel of Ireland and Switzerland. Yeah. Um, are people going to remember what was happening with with Ireland once Croatia comes on? And for five minutes after Croatia finish, Remo will be singing to no one. I was going to say that after listening to the songs only once, I would be very happy to just keep five. Terribly negative. Are you are you going for worst Eurovision ever? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we, I don't we know. Would... Well, well, based on only the semi one that I've heard so far, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I think perhaps the ones that. That, that really, I, I struggled remembering them even while I was listening to them, hmm. uh, was Switzerland and Netherlands. It's like, it's, it's like even when they were playing, they weren't there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and, and then from my, my personal opinion, I would be very happy if we lost Ireland and, um, and, 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 and um, Malta. Mm. Yeah, I know Malta are there in that second spot, and the whole thing is a little bit tinny, but it is cute, and like people do like an instrument break. So I don't know if like I find it hard to a hundred percent write anything off because there's mm. always a complete head scratcher of a qualifier. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm in too deep. I've got blind spots. Yeah, people love the saxophone. Well, I would say <laughs> I I want to ask. So Ellie, you kind of already prepped it because I do think every year there's always like one where people are like, oh, well, at least I should say not people, the fandom where we're like, oh, 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 that made oh, it. Oh, oh, people like this. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think has the potential to be that one this year out of semifinal one? I see because I'm off, because I'm off Twitter now. I don't really know what people think. It's a it's a well. I'll tell you, it's a beautiful space to be off of Twitter and and Facebook. I think some of the Facebook groups are a nice little like toe tip, like or toe dip into the pond of what people think, and then you can hop right back out and look at photos, you know, of your friends and your family. Um, but I'll I'll tell you the one that I think could end up being maybe. I 
I'm lighting a candle for Latvia. And I'm, yeah, I'm lighting a candle for Latvia. I really actually think, like, it's just when I even play the songs, like, in my car, just if I have Eurovision on, like, this is the song that most people are like, wait, are we still on the playlist? Like, because it just feels so, like, current. Like, did you turn to the radio? And it's like, no, 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 it's still Eurovision. And so I think, I, I have a, and this might be my blind spot, I have a candle lit for them. But I also am saying if Latvia doesn't make it and I I really think the running order is not helping Switzerland to make it. And I think some people thought it was going to like make it. But I'm thinking the 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 qualifier that might be like the fandoms kind of like, oh, oh OK, could mm. be the Netherlands because they got yeah. their pimp slot and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I understand there is some Netherlands drama. I don't yeah. really understand what it is. Um, but yeah, does I'm... anyone know? I don't, I think what it was. So what I heard, so, and this is a real, and I could be wrong. So hop on, hop on in the comments and maybe help us out. So the drama with the Netherlands allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly, is that they all said that, oh yes, there was this jury you know Mia and Dion presented this song and it was so great and just the, the people that were on the selection committee unanimously selected it that's apparently what the press release said you know the press statement and then there were people who were on the jury like uh no that's not what we said and then I think there's now some narrative where Duncan you know being a former winner some narrative that these are just like you know that's his homegirl. That's his homeboy. They're kicking it. And it's like, y'all got this song? Like, let me get y'all into your vision or something. That's like a, basically the alleged drama. I will tell you, between Switzerland and the Netherlands, and we're talking like the real, I think, ballads like of the semi, I prefer the Netherlands to Switzerland when it comes for me. But I know some people are flipped. So that's just me. Mm -hmm. But if I can get back to Latvia just for a sec, uh, when I listened to that, uh, it was like, this is the exact kind of music that my friends and I listen to. Um, it's the kind of music that we hear on the radio uh, in Norway. Uh, it also has a very Icelandic sound. Um, hmm. at, least, at least the beginning. It loses it a bit when you get to the chorus. Um, but yeah, to, to me, it's, it's the ones really really standout song in uh, semi one i want to apologize to people in the chat because apparently everyone wants latvia and i said that they're not okay yeah. but i'm basing that only because for me i've completely forgotten that it unfortunately is in like it doesn't do much for me and i cannot for the life of me remember what it sounds like at this moment so that's why that's only what i'm basing that on um but i might need, need to dive myself into some that song more Okay, now we also have like maybe I, I want to ask because I'm I'm having this battle with Eurovision this year because you know normally I've got my Dukes out and I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight for the songs that I really love. And this year, you know, I don't know if my boxing gloves I just misplaced them. <laughs> uh, but what are like maybe two songs in semifinal one that you feel like I want to fight for that song to make it to the final? Should I go first? For me, it's uh, Norway and Sweden. 
Sweden because you know I'm a Swede and I love the song. But Norway, I I will fight for that song till the end because <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I, I, I don't yeah. think we you need to fight. I think it'll be fine. I am, but you know, I still will <laughs> in case. In case. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen with Eurovision. And another, I freaking love Portugal. Love it. Love it so much. I want that so bad in the final. So I'm going to fight for Norway. I'm going to fight for Portugal. And in Sweden, I don't think I need to fight for it. I think it's going to go through in anyway. <laughs> well, obviously, Latvia for me. Uh, I I'm just looking at trying to remember the songs. As I said, I've listened to them once. Uh, I think I agree with Portugal, actually. Um, and I don't know if Malta is going to do make any changes to its song because um, the first minute or so I was like, yeah, I like this. This is cool. And then it was like, is it five minutes long or is it 10 minutes long? Is this song ever going to stop? Um, so I, I, it's like I, I would fight for the first minute of Malta. <laughs> but unfortunately, it never stops. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll say Latvia and Portugal. I I think I'm gonna fight for the the internet zone boy Caria. Um, I mean I don't think I need to fight for him. He's probably fine. Um, but you know, bless and protect this doc. <laughs> yeah, I th I mean I think I've been very vocal in. I'm not fighting if I'm if I'm picking up my phone, if I'm a European person and I'm picking up my phone and I'm allocating my points, I'm not giving nothing to Norway. <laughs> I'm I'm not giving nothing to even Israel. I'm not giving nothing to Finland. Definitely not Sweden because they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine for me. I'm picking up my phone and I'm calling for Latvia. I'm calling for Portugal. And, you know, I'm probably going to fight for Czechia. I, I definitely think I'm I'm gonna be fighting for Czechia because just sonically, just off the song, I don't even care what they do on stage. I mean, I care, but you know, even if they just really eat it with the staging and they're just standing there in a line with spotlights lighting them for each of their portions and just some LEDs in the background, something real simple. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I want the song in the final. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for them. So that would be that would be my fight. Okay, so we gotta get down to brass tacks, okay? So we're gonna we're gonna try, we're gonna work on this, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna do this collectively as a ladies choice live panel. And and you know, we might be fighting in here, but you know, I'm gonna take notes so y'all can fight. Okay, so do we feel pretty good about saying Norway and Sweden should be qualifying? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we're putting it down. So we're putting it down. So, so all right, we've got one slot, two slot. And I, I think I'm just going to go on and add Finland to the mix because, yeah, that's probably yep. going to be happening, right? That's Imagine if they called Sweden 10th. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to, but... They're going to call Iceland 10. That would be a <laughs> I mean, then maybe it's because I have advocated everyone to not call for them because they'll be fine. No. 
<laughs> and it'll be all my fault. They'll be like, this American was on the internet <laughs> talking foolishness. Okay. So we feel good about those two. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say who else do y'all feel like really confident about is gonna make it through? And we've got, you know, we've got uh seven slots left. Seven slots left. So we only we got Sweden, Norway, Finland. I'm gonna say Croatia. That's the Nordics. <laughs> yeah, the Nordics and I I'm saying Croatia just because of how out there it is. I'm, and you never forget about it. And I feel like people are gonna go crazy over it. For some reason, I wouldn't want it in the final. I can, when that song comes on, I'm going to the bathroom. But uh, for some reason, I just feel like it will. Um, I think probably we're going to see a lot of um, stunts and PR activity in the lead up to Tuesday. So everybody will be primed for them. Um, and... If, if we're going to have a message song, it should be fun. Uh, so we'll have Croatia. Yeah. All right. So I put I, down I, Croatia. I don't, ag- oh. do, I don't disagree with that. It's uh, it's one of the songs that I actually do remember. And okay. I, I think like people watching it for the first time, as most people do on the Tuesday, uh, will also remember it and in a good way. And okay. it's got like vocab you do not get on Duolingo Croatian. <laughs> um so the chat is lighting up and they're talking about israel how do y'all feel is israel making it through yes but i find it a very confusing uh piece of music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have a lot of opinions about that song Um, go ahead i don't know if i want to say the thing is it's a good song it is a good song, and she sounds amazing. Hopefully, she does this as well live. She looks great. If you name a song Unicorn, I'm sorry. I, I just can't take that song seriously. It's like saying if Lorene starts singing about Teletubbies. You know, it's like it becomes a little childish for me because of the title. And that's just my own opinion. So I'm sorry for that. Um, but could it qualify? Yeah. I don't know if it's like a... Yes, it's going to qualify, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Um, I think Unicorn is quite a good example of a trend in modern songwriting mm-hmm. of trying to cram as many TikTokable moments into a song as possible. And so it stops feeling like a co- cohesive artistic whole. And it's just like, and this is the bit you clip for that. And this is the bit that you clip with the dance routine. And like, if if you're writing something with the idea of it making engagement and being looped, you're not writing a song. You're writing something else that's not I, a song. I, I yeah. call it writing for product. It's mm. like you're mm-hmm. not really creating. And to me, music is an art form and it's art, you know, so you're creating and I think sometimes, I'm not saying this about Israel, I think Israel is in the, we could have a conversation about it, but I do think now you have some people creating for product as opposed to creating for art. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but do we feel like Israel's a safe qualifier, y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Borderline? Okay, so I'm going yeah. to put Israel down by 10. So all yeah. right, because so, then maybe, maybe we'll want to revisit it. We'll see. And I hear everybody in the chat. 
but this well, is what I felt choice. when I when I listened to it earlier is that it's three different songs. So basically, what Ellie said, um, I really liked the first bit, and then it completely changed. Uh, it's a bit like that last minute of Valentina's uh, Malmo thing. When, mm. when it starts off like a beautiful Italian ballad and then that happens. Right. So I, I uh, like yeah. that. It's like, oh, <laughs> new song. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm reaching for something, but I'm not getting it. I, I... I feel, well, I, I don't know. I, I just... I said coming into this year, and I've been very clear about this, that I'd be worried about any song that was like a well-produced pop track at Eurovision this year with the televoting semi. I, I just said any song that's just going to be that, I'm going to have a slight level of concern. No matter how slick that staging is going to be, no matter how flawless her vocal very well may be, people just might be grasping for something a little bit more ethnic, a little bit more out of the box, because there is going to be no kind of jury music professional, or really, I should say, and I, I'd say this, when we say that the juries are music professionals, I say this all the time, it's, I would say industry professionals, because you have some people who are just like television producers and stuff like that, like they don't sing, they don't hop in the studio, they don't write songs. And sometimes I think that they can be swayed by you know, one, a good looking guy with a guitar or, you know, like a good looking girl, you know, who's moderately, moderately vocally talented, but maybe can dance, um, you know, and look good in clothes. So, so I, I just was like, I worry about anything that could be leaning in that category, but I kind of am living in a world where she's just as big enough. She's big enough of a name. Um, that she's gonna make it through, but if she didn't, I would be really curious what the what the other one edged in because I would I would gather that if it doesn't make it through, it's something. Ooh, did I just cut off? <laughs> it's something ethnic that is getting through. Mm. Like yeah, um, it's something ethnic, maybe something a little bit more out of the box. I don't know my camera. I really was. like her voice, though. Uh, but I, I've not heard her live, so I don't know how how good she is live. But I liked her voice on the studio track. And I think it's a good sign for the contest that she is involved because this is sort of her and her label trying to take a regional name and break her outside the region and using Eurovision as a platform to do so. And I just think they've probably slightly overcooked it with the songwriting and maybe it would be better to try and break her with something that is more like what she normally does. Mm -hmm. What does she normally do? More like R&B type stuff. Really? As, as Cupid says, nice. K-pop songwriting. Uh, mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think there's going to be something in it for some people. Correct. There definitely will. So we put Israel on the lower end, but let's have a conversation about Serbia. Do we think Serbia is going to make it through? Yes. Oh, he's, he's here. He's here with his lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Lobster's here. Uh, I'm very torn because this is a very special song. It's not for everybody, 
but I think a lot of people are going to like it because it is a little bit different. So I don't know how big of a big amount of people who really are into this. Um, I am not a fan of it, but I can see people who are. So I'm not sure. I'm not a, like a, this is obviously qualifying, but at the same time, just as Israel, I wouldn't surprise me if it did. But I'm very torn with this one. I've I've got it down on my list in a little bracket with you are only getting two of these and there's three songs in the bracket. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think that it might do better outside the Eurovision fandom than inside it, because I think it's a song that a lot of people outside um, might go for. And there are more of them than there are of us. Mm. It's true. <laughs> okay. Serbia is a shock and cute. I mean, potentially, but I don't know that it would necessarily. I, I don't know. I feel like I've been doing this too long to be shocked by anything. That's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. I think it's definitely memorable, but just because it's memorable doesn't mean people are going to vote for it. You know what I mean? Mm. They can still remember it, but it's like, does that does that equal voting, or just like, oh, I remember that, but. I'm moving on. You know what I mean? Okay, so then I, I got to move on. We mm -hmm. got to figure out, okay, Moldova. We think Moldova's making it through? I say yeah. Just because, you know, pe we people love this kind of music. It's fun, storyful. It's Moldova. <laughs> you know, Moldova usually do something similar. I mean, we got five slots left, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a plenty of cues to go around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I put Moldova I, on my qualifying list, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it will qualify uh, because it is sort of the, the only song of its kind in this semi. Mm -hmm. It stands out. Um, I have to rem admit, I don't remember who's before and after. Uh, poor Pasha is between uh, Israel and Sweden. <laughs> Which I, I will say, I don't think it hurts him to be in between it's them. It's a really nice high energy segment yeah. of show. Yeah. I think it's, I think it actually helps him a little bit because I do think I, I'm into the song. I think Moldova's qualifying. So I'm going to say that we're mostly saying this. So, so, so far we've got basically six slots so we've got four slots left y'all okay so mm -hmm. let's let's come back to our list now czechia we saying it makes it yeah yeah yep. okay okay so the ladies choice panel feels very confident about czechia all right <laughs> all right we're saying it so now we're only left with three slots we're we're a czechia czechia are here <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're so we've got three slots left I'm going to I'm going to pull up the list again. So we've said just for folks who might be joining now, we've said Sweden's making it, Norway, Finland, Croatia, Moldova, Israel maybe with an asterisk, but we got it in there and Czechia is in there. So we've got 3 slots left. All right. I'm I'm going to now I'm make it individual. Ellie. There are 3 slots left. You know, on the game shows, they got like the new like electronic. Spotlight okay. is on me. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got three slots to fill. How would you fill your last three slots 
with this mix? Uh, do you know, I think the Netherlands are going to sort themselves out okay. and get their duet. I mean, it, like duets not being on speaking terms is part of the grand tradition of Eurovision. Um, you know, I think they'll manage to hold it together enough to get a qualification because I think you've got to do pretty badly to not get through this one. Okay. Okay. All right. So the Netherlands and then you got two other slots. Who are you putting in? We got three slots left. Who are you picking for yours? Julia, go to the lab, get ready again for the chat. We've said Sweden, Norway, Finland, Croatia, Molde Moldova, Israel, Czechia. So who, and then Ellie is saying for the last three slots, she's going with the Netherlands for one. Can I jump in? You want to go in? Oh, Julie, are you ready? You're fired up. You ready to go? You got your pretty throat? much. No, okay. somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> well, I'm saying Portugal. Okay. I'm putting Portugal in there. If the Netherlands can sing live, which I've heard that they can't, but if they somehow <laughs> figure that out, because I love that song. I don't think Switzerland because I think it's somewhat similar. I don't think they want both of them. Mm. And I, in my list that I've done, I did put Serbia. Okay. Because of what I think, not what I personally want, but what I think. Okay. Hmm. All right. So for non-qualifiers in this list, we've got Malta, Latvia. No, no, no. Latvia's in. Latvia's in. Okay. Got... <laughs> oh, oh. So are we just? I don't who, think we who, put who, Latvia in. Who, who I, got... I put Latvia in. Viv <laughs> is putting Latvia in, and she will fight you. Um, who have we got non-qualifying in this list? I've, I've, I. Well, so in so in Julia's list, so I'll put the list back up. Mm -hmm. In Julia's list, we've got. Well, of qualifiers, we have Sweden, Norway, Finland, Croatia, Moldova, Israel, Czechia, Portugal, Netherlands, and Serbia. So that means that Malta's out. It means that Latvia's out. Ireland oh. is out. And um, on the okay. other side, the, oh, well, hold on real quick. Wait. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan is out mm -hmm. for Julia's list. Yep. Yes. So oh, I Ellie, thought we were all doing one list. Well, no, I'm just asking you if oh. you have your own personal. So if we have a lock at seven, what would your three be? So the lock that we have is Sweden, Norway, Finland, Croatia, Moldova, Israel, and Czechia. So for you, what would be your three that I, you want to see? Well, this is where I've got that bracket with you're only getting two out of these. And so my, my three in that bracket are Serbia, Latvia, and Portugal. And I think we'll only get two of them. Um, and then my other non, my other qualifier was, yeah, just assuming the Netherlands are going to make it. Okay. But I, I, I can't do the bracket ones until I've okay. seen what's going on stage. Well, that's true. Well, now I will tell y'all this. So let's, let's talk. So Latvia, you know, the staging at the national selection was not right. They somehow found the, uh, black smoke lights from Germany and the what nil point that year did not scare them. They said, we're going to take these lights and put them on this stage and do some things with them. So hopefully Latvia does not do that uh, on the Eurovision stage, but it's possible that they will. So that's what Latvia has kind of given us prior. Uh, Portugal, we know they're going to kind of 
do something different. I think we're still going to have the dancers that she had at Festival Doc and Sal, but I do think the narrative, the camera work, the styling is all going to change. <clears throat> now, I did, I think, get a DM from somebody who was like, I'm a little bit concerned because I think the same stylist who did Portugal 2015 might be doing this, but I didn't really hate the clothes, I think, Portugal 2015. I don't think I hated them. I just didn't think it really fit. Um, the narrative that we were telling on the stage, but you know, she looked like a pop star. Um, that, um Susie, no, no, you mean, um, Yo quiero ser it was, was 2014. Lenora. It was, oh, okay, sorry, yeah, it was a cool mm -hmm. outfit, but I don't know if it really fit, um, you know, fit the, the narrative, and but you know, but whatever. Um, and then with Serbia. We know that Serbia is going to invest in this stage show. And so basically, we got a taste of what it's going to be, but it is likely to be, I'd say, streamlined and amplified uh, on the stage in Liverpool. So we've seen a taste of it. So we've got sort of that Matrix, Terminator, dystopian society, gamer world uh, with maybe some droids or robots or, you know, people who are hooked up to the Matrix. It would be quite good if they could get the Mecca um, to be a, you know, one of those mapped um, animations rather than just on the background LED to give it like a bit of pop because it can it took a little bit of time to work out that, he oh, he's fighting the background robot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Viv, what are the three that you would pick? Because you said it was going to be difficult to get five. So maybe you're just like, anybody else can get in. <laughs> you're like, we got these. Anybody else can get in. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm thinking uh, if I could choose, not what I think, but what I want, uh, I would say Latvia, Portugal, and probably Serbia of the ones remaining. Um and based on what I remember of the songs, if anyone's joined us like <laughs> now, uh, I only listened to the songs once, uh, minus Norway. Um, and from what I remember, uh, I, I think those are the ones that I also think should qualify. Uh, because the playlist I listened to were in running order. So the songs were in running order. And um, the, the the rest of them, just they just didn't pop. Mm -hmm. And that they didn't stand out in any way. I mean, uh, Portugal isn't a song that sort of pops, but it stands out because it's, it's very different. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think that's more important. But also I think, of course, a lot, depends on what are they going to do on stage um how uh well are they going to sing but i also think that when you sit there uh if you're not part of the fandom and you're one of the outsiders or what we should call them that's not a nice thing to say about people but the locals the, locals. the, other, the other people I like, I like the idea <laughs> of the locals yeah, yeah. Uh, i i think that um the recap clips are going to be very uh, decisive in this uh, semi. I mean, look at Israel, for instance. Are they going to give us 
like which of the three songs are they going to pick their recap clip from? It's very true. It's very true. Well, to me with Israel, the best part is the ethnic one where she has the breakdown. It's going to be feminine, feminine, but the breakdown, not the first yeah. one. The first one, I was just kind of like, what are you talking about? But then when we got to the ethnic part, I was just like, who cares what you're talking about? I'm trying to dip it low in the club. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is great. Um, so I mean, if they do that, I think Israel is going to qualify. If they do one of them, if, if they do the recap clip from the more sort of standard uh, can drum pop song bit, I think they might struggle. Yeah, I I feel like, so I think everyone's, I think this is what the public is probably going to be experiencing a little bit, but I'll, I'll share some of my, well, my fears. My fear is like, what if Czechia doesn't get it together? Mm. That's one fear. My second fear is, is Serbia just coming too soon for people? Will people forget it? That's another fear. My third fear is, because y'all know, I'm just, I'm not a message song girl. I'm just, I'm not. But I feel like there, ha as, as an American third party non-involved Eurovision fan and viewer, every so often these silly, trite, message songs make it through so i feel conflicted because i kind of just want ireland to get a bone so i kind of want them to qualify just because i just want them to get something mm. um because if they don't get this one i'm just like who knows what they're gonna do next year i mean good lord um like will they just pull out like it's just like what Johnny are they gonna Logan do linda martin duet <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well if 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 but i'm afraid yeah. but i'm afraid because it is because this is the thing the song is not that bad like we have had worse message songs at eurovision like to be fair so then my fear a little bit is that ireland does advance and then i don't get latvia or portugal and to which the zen that i am in right now about eurovision 2023 i would <laughs> promptly be taken out yeah. <laughs> of that level of zen. I'm right like my heart wants Ireland to go through because I feel like they kind of need it and they need that push to like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do this and we can actually put some work into it because they haven't <laughs> for a while now. But at the same time, I don't want them to take another song that deserves it better in the final. They, they've absolutely nailed Eurovision 2015. <laughs> but it's 2023 now. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Cuz we know I mean, they, they, they've been doing that for a few years, haven't they? It's like the, the song they bring would have been great 10 years ago. Yeah. It, it is possible to like arrest these rots and I wonder if maybe Sweden catching up with Ireland in terms of victories this year might prompt a bit of uh fire like oh no no <laughs> yeah oh no you don't take a record no. <laughs> i i wish i so wish that that was the case i am not hopeful that that is what would happen i think that that would be the nail in the coffin that would be the arrow of defeat that would be the white flag being sent up to the high heavens of like we clearly don't know what we're doing so like what's the point what's the point and you know to that i would say call me up call me okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ireland, I feel like they have so much potential. We know that they do, and yeah. I just wish I just want, and I feel like we got that with uh, with Leslie, 
unfortunately that whole staging which was a cool idea but it, that just flopped unfortunately but you know so we got that and then we lost it again and I just I have hope for Ireland because I want Ireland to come back same thing with Germany you know they have been in the low part of the scoreboard for a while now and I want them to go back as well well um, I think Germany's coming back this year don't play I oh, yeah. they might yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think they're gonna come dead last I don't think so the amount of people who I don't think follow Eurovision who seem to have heard of Lord of the Lost and be like, oh, hey, nice. this metal band are doing Eurovision. You should be interested in this. It's like, what? Hang, hang on. Where did you get this information? Yeah. <laughs> like, So I, I think that there could be enough to get a decent televote result mm. together for Germany. Let's hope. Yeah. Absolutely. Is it proper rock though, or is it Schlager rock? It is Schlager rock. Schlager rock. Yeah. And there's a bit in the bridge with some triplets, which I cannot reconcile myself with. But it is like it is a very popular style of music in Germany. It mm. is Germany sending some very authentic German music, and like we applaud when Spain does it, we applaud when Portugal does it, we applaud when Italy does it. Germany are doing it. Awesome. That's what we want. That's what we want. You know. I'm kind of looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> Not heard it yet. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna be good. Okay, but we're talking semifinal one. Mm -hmm. All right now. This is. This will be our first semi where we get a taste of a hundred percent televote from you know, in some in recent history. How do you all think that this is going to go down? I remember the noughties. <laughs> Me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> when giants walked the earth and <laughs> we are the winners achieved <laughs> a result. Oh, I remember that too. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I, it, it's an interesting choice and I'm excited to see how that like if it's gonna i don't think it's gonna flop but i to see what i mean can we really tell if it's gonna be much of a big difference you reckon when you look at the stats the jury and televote qualifiers are usually the same sort of eight or nine of the ten qualifiers it will be the same it's mm -hmm. edge cases that it will change was it because of the whole uh Azerbaijan thing last year they kicked it off or I, I, I think this has been to be well, I don't know Ellie you'll probably have some insights I feel like they have been flirting with this for a, a bit okay uh, to be fair I think they've been flirting with the idea of this for a while and <clears throat> and I think you know I think I think the situation maybe nudged it a little bit more but I do think if you really look at the televoting scores like of the past like couple of years and I would say maybe like the past like five to six years it's not wild like and and that's why I think sometimes and I just want to have this asterisk with Croatia although I I am still in the camp of people thinking it advances if it does not I wouldn't really be that surprised because I could see some people go because some people are just selling it like oh but it's a message song in Europe we feel like this guess what there are plenty of messages message songs like and and people might feel like, yeah, like I'm down. I believe in this message, but 
There are other songs in the semi that I actually like listening to in my car. And I will mm. give another asterisk with Croatia. The studio cut experience of that song is very different than the live performance experience of that song. That's all I'm saying. That's that's it. But I, I and also I think there's the level because some people are like, oh, well, people will just vote for it because it's like WTF. Like I'm, I'm looking for the kind of crazy outlandish thing. Those people but like, don't show up till Saturday. They really don't. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. And <laughs> even if you were in that camp, you got Finland. Like, I, I feel like you got Finland. Moldova's going to give us something kind of witchy and ethnic and fun. Like, it, it doesn't have. And if you're into politics, you could pick Switzerland, too. So, you know. Maybe not. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. So just to say that it's like off message, I think, alone. I don't I don't I don't know. And. And again, I'm still I, I but to be fair, I'm still living in the world of like. I'm deeply worried for anything, and we can talk about this when we get to semifinal too, but anything that is like a well-produced pop track, I'm worried about. I'm just worried. Sounds like I need to go and listen or watch the live version of Croatia. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's something. You should. <laughs> and, and you need to go and look into the history of Let Three as a band performance art group because, like, I, I've learned some stuff and I have seen some stuff this year uh, in doing research about them. But I think the the main thing about 100% Televote this time around is the people have changed. I think that we are uh, all now exposed to music in such a different way and a more personalized way that um, I think people are more able to go, this is my thing, this is what I like, rather mm -hmm. than going, whoa, that was a lot of sensations in the space of three minutes. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we're here, Overall, I mean, I hope y'all who are watching, if you haven't already liked this video, please subscribe. We have more Ladies' Choice conversations coming for you. But before we go, all right, y'all, I've got one last question because I posed this to the world. You know, lately, the betting odds have been doing quite well when it comes to at least giving us an idea of who is likely to win. Because I would say at least in the top three, like we haven't seen a lot of movement there. So at least, well, maybe I won't say top three, at least in the top five. And definitely by rehearsal week, whatever's in the top three will win. Eurovision. Do you feel like that changes the way you approach the contest? Do you feel like the betting odds this year are just hogwash? They're just totally off this year. Maybe after, you know, kind of last year, now we're in sort of a, a shuffle. What do you all feel about that? I wouldn't mind if they stopped offering Eurovision as a specials market, but that's for other reasons. I've I've no idea who's up there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm about well, no, I can here. tell you. I can tell you. It's Sweden, um, Finland, and Ukraine. So okay. yeah, it's Sweden, Finland, and Ukraine that I think are like the top three right now. That's just off the top of my head. I didn't Google it. And then I think Norway is in there. And well, I think it's now Spain is fourth and Norway's like fifth. Yeah. So do you okay. basically do you think one of these five is gonna win Eurovision this year? And if so, like with the betting odds already put it putting it out there, does it make, you know, consuming the contest a little bit different for you all? 
That's an interesting question. I believe that one of them is going to win. Not just on the odds, but what I have seen on fan voting and people commenting and people's reaction to things. And for me, I, I can get very dived into this. I like watching people's reactions on all the different songs. But sometimes I wish that I didn't so that I would have a little bit more of an open mind, especially if I have a song that I really love and see a lot of love for it. I'm like, oh, it's going to win. Doesn't have to be Sweden. Could it be literally any song that I like, that I love, and that I fight for, and then could end up being disappointed or sad if it doesn't go through to the final or if it goes very low, you know. So personally, I wish I did that less, just to have a little bit more of an open, not an open mind, but not to get my hopes up too much to whoever's my favorite. You know what I mean? I mean, if you think about how the odds are compiled. Essentially, it's like, it, it, let's do some maths. The odds are essentially... Well, no, let's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, the odds are essentially like a measure of how much hype each song has mm. multiplied by the amount of people willing to spend money on that hype, which is why you always used to see the UK song doing quite well in the odds, even when that didn't necessarily mesh with reality. Because even though the hype was quite low, there was a lot of people willing to put money on. Um, and so if you just think about the odds as being sort of part of the feedback loop of the fandom discussing the songs, putting the money on, and then the odds reflecting who people have been putting money on, then it's basically just telling you, like, yeah, who's getting the most engagement. But because major media use the odds, like the top three in the odds, to put, you know, the little photos of Caria and Lorraine and Trochi uh, in the TV guide next to the Eurovision link or the Eurovision mini site and give the potted profiles of those people as if they're going to win that's where the odds become important well, as always, I love bringing together this group of people. So thank you to everyone who is watching this. And again, if you are watching this on the replay, you want to make sure that you set that notification bell for the next conversations, because up next, we'll be talking about semifinal two. And then, of course, we're going to do a program the week of really to talk about like sort of any surprises we have. We'll have some of the rehearsals in the pipeline. So thank you to my panel. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Elia. El Elia. <laughs> Julia. And Elia, yeah, Julia, <laughs> thank you, Ellie, thank you, Viv, uh, for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching. Bye. Bye.